2: Welcome to Speak. It's time for kickoff, and we got a lot to get to. Most notably, the combination between the Jet Stars, Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson. It is absolutely buzzing as the chemistry is building. Well, speaking of chemistry, I got to head to the desk. <laughs> okay, ball control. Oh my man, my high and tight, please. That's right, that's right, high and tight, thank you. Far awesome. end, What's James Jones. What up, baby? What's going down, man? NFL Super Bowl champ. <laughs> How many years you play, James? Nine good ones. Nine- <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all I have. Nine good ones. ones. We got on that to one. <laughs> to his right, the brilliant Dr. Joy Taylor. Joy, how are we, how are oh, we?
1: Joy. I'm good, I'm good.
3: We
2: good?
1: Ah,
3: so there you oh,
1: go, all Oh!
0: you, already I'm know who all-time rushing leader. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man,
2: It's about to be a lot he of fun. He's a receiver. <laughs> <Yeah>. Let's get <laughs> things popping with the first 15 the hype machine around the Jets. It is absolutely building the season with the addition of four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers. But on last night's edition of Hard Knocks, y'all have to hear this. Robert Sala called out the team's offensive line. Take a listen.
0: Offense, guys, it was our first opportunity to change the stink that's been in this organization for a very long time on the offensive side of the ball. You can have a Hall of Fame quarterback You can have two $10 million plus receivers. You can have a reigning offensive rookie of the year. You can have all kinds of skill in the running back room. None of it matters until the big boys up front change who the we are. We as coaches, we as an organization can't want it more than you.
2: Clap, James, but I hated that. You didn't like that? I didn't like it. The only reason I didn't like it is this. I'm not big on splintering the team before the season even starts. There's already going to be enough to splinter the team. (laughs) Hint, we probably will because we will call out different players on the Jets. There's already enough that will splinter the team. What I didn't like about that was not Robert Sala chastising the O-line. I'm cool with that. They need to pick it up. But everybody needs to pick it up. When you single out the offensive line, then what you are doing is you are allowing the rest of the team to say, oh, you know what? Y'all are sorry. Y'all are sorry. It's one thing if they think that, but now you're giving the rest of the team the authority and the ability to call out the offensive line, mm. to call out individuals as well. Mm. Think about this. Robert Saleh is going to say, man, we got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Put Rodgers on a pedestal. Yep. We got two $10 million receivers. Put them on pedestals. We got the rookie of the year. Put Garrett Wilson on a pedestal. We got a talented running back room. Put Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook on a pedestal. But offensive line, y'all suck. hmm don't start uh, breaking down where you're gonna put the value of different people publicly. Everybody already knows who's good and who's not. James, my issue with it, two five. My issue with it was like, don't start splintering the team. The rest of the world is gonna do that.
0: This, this little league, Acho. It's <laughs> the big leagues. I, I love the big it. Big leagues. If any position can be called out mm-hmm. and respond, it's the office linemen. Yeah. Think about it. They're not flashy. They're not gonna have armbands and the new Jordan's cleats. <laughs> They're grinders, right? They're in the trenches, and nothing in football can go down if you don't have the defensive line right yep. or the offensive line right. Yep. And I've been on a lot of teams with good coaches. Sean McDermott is—he's big in doing this. Believe it or not, Andy Reid, yeah. Andy Reid would call the offensive line. Hey, hey, big guys, Pat don't Pat ain't Pat without y'all. True. Shady McCoy, yeah, he's a, not without y'all. He's not. So I love when you call out certain. Um, um offensive groups, or just not even offenses in general, just any position groups. I mean, I think the best part about the office linemen are they—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're big. They, they can take it. They got thick skin. Mm-hmm. So you ask this question, I love it. I love what he said, and I believe it. I mean, we talking Super Bowl contenders? that's what we talking
3: right that's with true. Aaron Rodgers? What we talking? You just named running back room stacked now stacked. with Dalvin Cook in there. Wide receiver room stacked, right? Quarterback Hall of Fame defense stacked. Everybody knows, and Rob knows the offensive line is the key to getting us that's to right. that Super Bowl. So for me, with him calling you out, y'all had to be playing bad, mm-hmm. bad, bad. You know, that's why ain't nobody in that video shrug their shoulders or nothing. Everybody in that video like, get them. <laughs> they like, true, they're like true, so, true, you know, true. true. True that. Right? True that. But Shady, right? It don't matter if them trenches is not there. I don't care who is under center. Right? He won a ring with Tom Brady a- in Tampa Bay. Right? That defense was on Patty Mahomes. Mm-hmm. As great as Patrick Mahomes was, that defensive line was on him. So you cannot win a championship. You can win games, but you cannot win a championship without those trenches doing their jobs. And it starts up front in the O-line. Get on them.
1: <sighs> well, guys, it's always one of those days. It's not every day, but every once in a while, I'm super duper right about something. <laughs> and I get to you know do my little sarcastic brag. But Shady, what have I been saying is the biggest question mark about the team. Offensive line. They were ranked 23rd last year. I don't know if they're going to take the necessary jump that they need to take to put this team in a position to actually contend for a Super Bowl. And as we know, Aaron Rodgers is not known as being a mobile quarterback. It's not that he can't move around, but he's not a guy that's gonna really extend plays with his legs. He's not a guy that's going to likes to improvise. We're gonna talk a little bit later about his desire for perfection and he likes things a certain way, and you see that as you're watching the show. This offensive line has to be better if they're going to go where we think they can go. And nothing Robert Saleh said is a lie. I hear what you're saying about planting a seed of something that we all already know, but... They don't really have time for feelings right now. Mm-hmm. They are in a very crunch time situation. They're, no other team maybe in the league is living more in the present than the New York Jets. We can talk about maybe what they can do next year. And Aaron's talking about how many more years he wants to play. We all know this is about this year. That's why they just signed Alvin Cook. That's why they went and brought in everything that Aaron wanted. It's about this year. Tomorrow is not promised. And the Jets are—they are practicing. Be here now. They have to get it done right now. So the time for easing people into a situation or, hey, you know, just, come out. get it
2: done. That's it. Everybody
1: else is getting it done. It's on you.
2: For clarity, I have no issue with him calling out the offensive line. I obviously didn't do a good enough job stating that. <laughs> I have issue with him singling out the offensive line. If I'm not mistaken, I listen to you, Shady, every time you talk about different subjects. You talk about winning a ring with Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Bruce Arians, as we all know, if y'all were paying attention, he would call out Tom Brady so aggressively. Now, everybody knows Tom Brady is the last person you should call out. I know B.A. because he coached my brother for two years with the Arizona Cardinals. Mm -hmm. So I know B.A. going back to 2014 and 15. But Shady has attested to, and I can attest to, you call out Tom Brady because you want everybody to know I'm calling everybody out. I don't want to single out this person. I don't want to single out that person. Right. I have played on teams where I'm like, Coach, I played a perfect game. Mm-hmm. But Coach is cussing me out because he needs to cuss out the defensive lineman yeah. too. Mm-hmm. He's cussing me out because he needs to cuss out the safety too. So I'm like, oh, bet, bet, bet. I know what this is. James, you got kids, 2-5, you got kids. I'm sure there have been times where you say, hey, we're about to go into this store, about to go into this church, about to go into this whatever. Everybody be quiet. hmm you know you're only talking to maybe that one. Yeah. You might only be talking to maybe those two. But you're going to say everybody, because this is a team thing, Jay. This is a collective yeah. thing. That is what I'm referencing, because when I play on those sports teams, it's like, don't single people out, because everybody can be better. So but, it, doesn't, oh.
0: sorry, but,
1: but doesn't that drain the potency of it? Like if everybody knows, like the defense knows, well, we're, we're good, like we're, we're getting better, we look good, we're playing good, we're holding up our end of the bargain. The receivers know that they're in lockstep, like they're, they're putting in their work, they look good. Everybody looks good except for this one group. Yeah, psychologically I hear what you're saying, but they are the ones who are messing up. So if you're yelling at everybody when you do those things, it's like, okay, I know they're not really yelling at me. Right. And is the person who they're supposed to be getting is supposed to be receiving this message actually hearing it because they're not being put on the pedestal that they need to be put on
0: for the for their performance. I think it's it's more like um, so you spoke of Bruce Arians. He's the best at it, first of all. <laughs> and the times that he would speak at Tom, Tom probably didn't play well, right? <laughs> and he's gonna call him out. Yeah. And and it's like you make everybody accountable. Damn, he called Tom out? Oh man. Because we all watch the tape. As as teammates, like, in the huddle, or, or, or when you come off the field from a third down, a fourth down, and they bring the clipboard, not a clipboard, the um, the, iPod, the iPad, and you can see the play what happened. And you can see on that drive like, who messed up. Yep. So that's one part. But then you go after the game, now you can watch the whole game. When we all watch the game, okay, the linebackers, they did bad. The wide receivers, they did bad. The running backs, so you can see it. So when the coach calls you out, it's like, it ain't a surprise. Yeah. The line, y'all letting us down, and I'm calling you out. And then, it's how you respond. Now, it's the way you say it. I think the way he said that was more like, hey look, you know, it's so much hype about the Jets. Yeah. We got the pay, we paid these wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. We have this Hall of Fame quarterback in here. You know, we got these running backs we just got, you know. So we got this, these, these, these talented dudes, but then we're not blocking up front. But that's what I don't like, Jay, is because it's like, we know we have a Hall
2: of Fame quarterback. You going to tell us that every time? Yeah. We know, like, don't remind me that I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to get right, too. I'm, and the thing that frustrated me most, Shady, we both played for Chip Kelly in 13 and 14. Chip is an offensive coach. When Chip would call out the defense, I'd be like, bro, you only know our basic calls. like yeah. You don't even know our defense. Yeah. So you calling us out in front of the whole team. We need to do this. We need to do that. But you don't even know about this defense. Yeah. I can only imagine the Jets offensive players being like, "Sala, you were a DC. You were an LB coach. Now you a head coach. You probably don't even know about this offense.
3: And you're going to sit here telling us that we suck and we this and we that. You as a head coach, you can get right too. So it's, it's a couple things here, right? If after every show, they like, Acho, you killed it, right? And, and you really ain't killed a show? <laughs> and then they said, uh, this your last year. <laughs> <laughs> right? Instead of getting on you and saying, bruh, that's a bad show. Right? So for me, this has been going on. This has been going on and we've been like, hey, okay, it's going to get a little better. Let's try to do it. Let's move this dude over here. Let's move around here. Right? Let's, let's not get on him yet. You know what I'm saying? And like Robert Sala said, this was our first time yeah. to go out here in a competitive situation and show them that we a different Jets team and that did not happen. It's the same offensive line getting beat up. And if we keep getting beat up, you know where that's going to put Robert Sala? Looking mm. for a new job. You know mm. what I'm saying? So it's time to get on him right now because we have to win in New York right now. We have done everything. We brought you Aaron Rodgers. We brought you all the pieces Aaron Rodgers wanted. We brought you Dalvin Cook, right? We drafted the defenders that you wanted. He has everything. He has to win now. And he understands that the offensive line is going to be their backbone. And if they don't show up, Aaron Rodgers ain't gonna be good. Garrett Wilson ain't gonna be good. Dalvin Cook ain't gonna be good. The Jets ain't gonna be good. So y'all wake y'all butts up. It ain't the little league, and it's time to ride right now. Very well said. Well, speaking of Robert Sala as a head coach, when we return,
2: we will talk about the top coach-quarterback combinations in all of the NFL. The coach-quarterback combination, it's what dictates Super Bowls. So we gonna pick six, tell you the top combos in football. Don't forget, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on
0: Sirius XL. Look at my boys. I'm Miss Amy. Go! That's what you call USA Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Yes, we are. That's right. Australia, New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and in. And we'll be going above and beyond, down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. <laughs> So follow Alexi Lalas' State of the Union on the Fox app,
3: YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, family, it's time for a pick six. Okay, a lot of great quarterback-coach combinations. Remember, the key to a Super Bowl is not just about a coach. It's not just about a quarterback. It's about the combination of the two. So I'm going to take you all through all of the land of the NFL and give you all the top six coach-quarterback combinations. Let's get number one out the way. We already know what that is, the Chiefs with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Boom, that is done. Now we're going to go from six down to two. At number six, Dallas Cowboys is where I'm going. Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, 19 and 9 over the last two seasons. Think about what they have done collectively. Mike McCarthy has already won a Super Bowl individually. Dak Prescott, you know he is a top-flight NFC quarterback talent. That combination land in my top 6 at number 5. Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, Mm. Doug Peterson. He won a Super Bowl more recently than Mike McCarthy. Trevor Lawrence, he should be more talented than just about any other quarterback that I am going to name on this list. When the AFC South last year completely turned that organization around, went from worst to first. We'll see if they can duplicate it again. At number four, Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurst is an absolute stud, all pro, hard to do. I want to see just what Nick Sirianni will continue to grow and mature into. But early on in both of their careers, you've already seen them go to a Super Bowl. Incredible success. At number three, John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, a unanimous MVP, unanimously. John Harbaugh, he's been to a Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl. That combination, if Lamar can stay healthy, is lethal. At number two, Joe Burrow. Zach Taylor, whenever Burrow is healthy, they are in the AFC Championship game. Y'all know that's a big deal. Only team better than them, only combo better than them. Mahomes. Andy Reid. James Jones, come on. What up, baby? What's up, big dog? I need to (laughs) hear your list. Talk to me. Pick
3: six. Where are you at? Your top combination. Pick six. I'm starting at six. Pick six. I've got Derek Carr and Dennis Allen, right? They are familiar with each other. Dennis Allen drafted Derek Carr. Chemistry Derek Carr balled out his rookie year. Now you get him with Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, Chris Olave with a defensive-minded head coach in Dennis Allen. Probably going to be playing with some leads as well. So Derek are going to be able to shred some people up. We've seen them in the first preseason game. They kind of look a little bit unstoppable. I'm okay I like with you. five. Car.
2: We'll address that later. Yeah. Man, we'll address that later. Uh-huh. Five
3: makes sense, obviously. Yes, absolutely. Mike McCarthy put some respect on his name. I've been telling y'all. I mean, come on. Best record in the NFC since Coach Mike came over there to the Dallas Cowboys. That's called changing that thing around over there. Dak Prescott. Y'all already know I'm a believer in it. They're going to get it done. How do you
2: have Ooh. a combination with Robert Sala when Robert Sala Shala is a losing head coach.
3: Ah, uh, well, that's because he didn't have Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about quarterback, head coach combination. He didn't have the future Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. And last time Robert Salah was on a team where they was playing with some leads, he had a big time You know what defense, I realized? And that's why the Jets hired him. You know what I realized? He's going to be playing with some leads this with Aaron isn't, Rodgers. This pick isn't pick defense. six. This was pick your friend. <laughs> no. Because you played six, with Derek man, Carr. Right? You played for Mike McCarthy. <laughs> you played with Aaron Rodgers. This is just pick your homeboy. Hey, it's, just, it's just good match right there. Good defensive coordinator, very good quarterback. Good defensive coordinator, great quarterback. Okay, they get to, well get off to number three, please. And then we know Burrow, Taylor. I mean, we see that year after year after year. I mean, the way they design the stuff up, the playmakers that he has over there, Chase, Higgins, Boyd, all those boys over there going to work. They're going to be in the mix again. They just know what they're doing. Lastly. And Sirianni Hurts, right? You said went to a Super Bowl. Then you add him more weapons. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is only going to grow under Sirianni and this all. Offense. Don't be surprised if you see them boys in another Super Bowl. And then like you said, numero uno, enough is said. That's Andy easy Reed. America. Patty Mahomes. That's easy. Let's Go head that, let's
2: head to the desk, Jay. Let's head to the desk. Let's head to the desk. To the desk. <laughs> Two five. You played for all the great quarterback-coach combinations. You can go back to Andy Reid, Mike Vick. You can fast forward to Patrick Mahomes mm. and Andy Reid. You can cut to Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. You mm. also played with Josh Allen, Sean McDermott. Quite literally everywhere you went was a phenomenal quarterback-coach combination. I've been blessed, I've pretty blessed. No, got it. And blessed. you got two rings to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Lord. 2-5, uh, best combination obviously outside of
0: Mahomes. Uh, I'm gonna go Nick Sirianni. And Jalen Hurts. Huh. I know you're going to say I'm biased, but let's think about it for a second. Jalen had some shaky years mm-hmm. early. Sirianni stayed winning. Sirianna is a winning coach, right? And I think that the success he's having is him and Jalen together. First year, they go to the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Sirianni first year, to go to the playoffs. Second year, to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Third year, I don't know. We're favorite to win the NFC again. Maybe mm-hmm. another Super Bowl. So I just look at how they work together, right? And I, I look at Jalen's development. Ain't that by surprise. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, he is a, a, a coach's son. I think coach's sons are, are different when it comes to playing sports. But when you have a, 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 a coach that believes in you, right, and he sticks behind you no matter what happens, you see the results. I think a lot of his development with Jalen Hurts has a lot to do with Nick Sirianni, working with them. The only reason I didn't have them hire, Joy, is because Nick Sirianni
2: without Jalen Hurts, I don't know how good he is individually. Shady brought up great points. It might be a new point because we're talking about combinations, obviously. Yeah. But when I they saw... They're growing together though. It's a phenomenal point. That's right. But I see the Cowboys, I think, are like 5-1 and one without, with Cooper Rush, without Dak Prescott. So I'm like, you know what, McCarthy? I trust you yeah. individually, like isolated. When I saw what the Eagles were without Jalen Hurts last year with Gardner Minshew, who by all accounts should be better than Cooper Rush, mm-hmm. uh, has more playing experience, okay. has right. been Starter. I was like, I was disappointed. Like, I was actually disappointed with Sirianni
0: without Jalen Hurts. But but, but the, the, the question was: the combos. The, the combos. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And Sirianni in his career, right? In the two years, he's what, 22 and 8? Yeah. I would take that. Yeah, no doubt. Second year going for the Super Bowl? No doubt. You would take that too. No, no, of course. Come on, no, course. Yeah, hard, that's hard, hard to do. Hard to do. Uh,
1: I got to go with Hurts and Sirianni too. Now, I went off of the most recent, that like, I think we all have a different explanation for our pick six criteria. <laughs> I'm looking at talking to you, James. because um, historically speaking, I would put burrow and taylor there Mm. if we're looking at at the two yes but i'm 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 using my own criteria of the most recent i can't ignore the fact that jalen hurts was an all pro last year and that they were in the super bowl well obviously there's a reason we're ranking number two because reed and mahomes there's no point in in discussing obviously so so to me it's hurts if it's the most recent historically i would go burrow and taylor but but i'm gonna go ahead and just change the course of this conversation because i was a little confused i keep looking at these lists we just, we're done with Josh Allen and, and McDermott?
0: I love that matchup. Gosh, I love maybe? him too. I've been there with him. That's a great combination.
1: Well, uh, Shady and I only didn't give our list. We oh, only okay. gave two. Yeah, We wasn't. We yeah. talking to uh, y'all too. Yeah. <laughs> y'all too. Player. Are the ones you know who I mean? made these lists. I, I didn't give my list. So why no Allen and
2: I have my reasons. McDermott. What's the reason? I want to know. My strongest reason, and I don't know if this will check out, uh, yeah, I guess all of my list. You see offensive coach, you see quarterback because obviously quarterbacks are offensive yeah. players. Okay. So you won't see on my list a defensive coach with a quarterback We've got because a defensive coach up there. are special teams, special teams coach,
3: special teams. He is. He is.
2: Yeah. It is different because when I think about, I'm all about relationships. Yeah. Even if you're being on as special teams coach, you brought up Harbaugh. Special teams coach actually talks to more players than anybody outside the head coach. That is true. So I, I don't have. McDermott Allen there, just because I don't I don't think, oh, great relationship, not bad relationship, yeah. but I just don't think like that McDermott will unlock the key to Josh Allen. Where you at, Jay?
3: For me, I, I think Josh Allen, number one, when you watch Josh Allen play, he led the league in interceptions this year, mm-hmm. Shady. You got me, I know, I know Shady don't like me talking about Josh Allen. He led the league in interceptions. I don't see nothing that the head coach did to help the quarterback out, right? We seen the Dallas Cowboys get rid of their offensive coordinator, put the put the keys in Coach Mike Hans to try to help his quarterback out. They did nothing last year to help the quarterback out. And that quarterback was playing extremely bad football when you talk about turning the football yeah. over. Josh Allen, I in turnovers, and, yeah. And none of that, and none of that has changed. So all those dudes I got up there, hey. Didn't turn the ball I, over that many times. I feel
1: like I can see this. I feel like there's some sneaky suspicions of uh, things that we're going to be talking about <laughs> all year and where I'm going to land. I feel like I'm going to be the one that's like, uh, we're jumping off this bandwagon too quick, guys. I know we have a Which little one? bit of Bills fatigue, mm-hmm. but are you still on it? Uh, how could I not be? Like, just this, this is Josh Allen, right. And Sean McDermott, who have won the division the last three years in a row. I might be shorting them a year. He's playing the AFC Championship game. But he's going in the wrong direction. Like, that's how I'm not. If someone were yeah. to say,
2: how could you not that's, be? Zach and say... McCarthy
1: have not gotten past the second round of the playoffs. We know that because the Cowboys haven't gotten past the second round of the playoffs in 28 years. But wouldn't you say
2: they're going in the right direction? Yes.
1: By well, doing the same thing? That they, I, I say they're going in the same direction because... Which is nowhere, because they, they literally did the same thing, losing to the same but team. But they're different. Remember,
2: last year they got bounced in the first round. Mm-hmm. This year they won the first round, got bounced in the second round. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, the Bills got to the AFC Championship game. Two years ago, the Bills lost on the road. This year, the Bills lost at home.
1: So we're just talking about, like, recently you think that Dak and McCarthy are better than Allen and McDermott.
0: I do. I do. I, I'm just, but, but why? Why? Because one team is more talented than the other team, right? And... The Cowboys don't do nothing. And they do the same thing every year. They lose, to the, they lose to the same team actually every year in the yeah. playoffs, every time. So I just wanna know why, why do you guys? I mean, once again, if you think once about again. the fact that
2: the Cowboys are, and McCarthy, Dak and McCarthy are 19-9 over the last two years. Now, the Bills are really good as well, but I'm talking about trajectory. Like, when I think about these teams the last three years, two years ago, Dak Prescott was hurt. Two years ago, the Cowboys won 12. Last year, the Cowboys won 12. Cowboys have won 12 games in back-to-back seasons for the first time, I believe, since the Barry Switzer era. So I'm looking at the Cowboys trending upwards. I'm looking at the Bills trending downwards. I'm looking at Josh Allen. He hasn't corrected the mistakes he's made since the 2020 playoffs against the Houston Texans when he lost his mind in the fourth quarter like
0: that's that's kind of that's and, my reason and, so, and, we, and we're talking on. about you, 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 you can say that you can you can sit there and say that with, a, with an honest look on your face about about josh allen turning the ball over but you ain't said a word about the other guy the guy led the league in picks last you, you year you
2: said so much about it this is crazy it's like it's
0: like i gotta be you know
3: what josh josh allen led that thing in turnovers but at, at the same time we're talking about
0: coach that's not true that's you, not true josh it again josh led the league, in, turn led the the league in, in turnovers Yes. Talking, oh, so we're talking about turnovers in general. Yes, okay, fumbles, okay. interceptions. Okay. He led the league in turnovers
3: last year, right? And then you talk about a head coach. A lot of people be forgetting how great of a head coach Mike is. Mike won a chip. Sean McDermott ain't got no chip. We talking yeah. about coach-player combination, right? And Coach Mike has taken over this play calling, a guy that has won a chip, I truly believe they need to be up there above Josh Allen and them because I've been in the offense that Mike McCarthy is about to call this place with Dak. Wait, and wait, you wait. will see Dak succeed year, in this offense. Years and ago. not turn the ball over the way he turned the ball Re- over this Re- year. With years Picks. ago, I guess. That's why I'm yeah, taking You play
0: wide receiver, you didn't play, you retired no. years ago, but I guess if they asked you to go out in the field, you could do it again. Right? Like, right it's like riding a bike. Red zone only. I get, I get it. He's talking about the guy I called Place years ago. <laughs> I, years ago. You don't think McCarthy uh, can still call these plays? I mean, do he you? Was calling, I don't know. It's many like years ago. Who
1: was starting? On the ball when he was calling plays.
0: Aaron Rodgers. And how much... Uh, hold up. Last thing. That's a great point because y'all know from playing a game where you have a quarterback like an A-Rod where you give him more leeway to do your thing. That I know what really might good. call a play but you know what? You got it. You got an A-Rod. With, with Dak, I don't think he's giving him all that type of control because if he does, you guys know the Rodgers. results. He just told you Mike 5-1 and one with Cooper Rush. You see that team? Like, you see that team? What I'm saying, we're talking about a quarterback combo. Correct. But here's the other thing though, Shady.
2: This is, he... this is the first year in a long time, be honest, that you would say the Cowboys have a better roster than the Bills. This, this year is where the pendulum swung. Last year they were, they were more ta- I wouldn't have said last year. Why not? No. So because, tell me why not? Because last year CeeDee Lamb is not an All-Pro yet. Last year C.D. Lamb, we were last, like,
0: oh, how is he gonna be? What are you about? Talk about. The, the, the year this passed, he, yeah. he was All-Pro. He was really, really good. He was a good wide receiver, right? Yeah. Okay, so if you look at the Cowboys team compared to the Bills. Von Miller, we talked about Von Miller, he was hurt. He didn't play. Correct. I'm saying this time last year, we would have said
2: the Bills roster. Yeah, but roster. we know
1: the results. That last right. Year. We know right. the results. We, of course, we wouldn't have. We yeah, might yeah, have yeah. argued The Cowboys
2: ultimately ended up having a better roster due to Micah Hyde being
3: injured with a neck injury, due to Von Miller getting hurt, et cetera. Right. I mean, that, that counts. So, so, that, so, injuries count. That's what so, happened. so really quick, who would you guys take off of Acho's list to put Josh Allen in it?
1: I would take Lawrence and Peterson off that list, yeah.
3: For
0: sure. I'm up. Yeah. yeah. That, hold up. And I I, I
1: love Doug, and I think that they will be, I think they will be better uh, this year. year. I agree, but I'm I'm not going to ignore what Josh Allen and and McDermott have done for the, like, I don't, But Doug, we don't even know if the Jets are going to win the division. Like, what are we talking about here? I just, want Bills Mafia. I want this noted, okay. <laughs> just for the record, that I think this is a little uh, reactionary. I think we're a little tired of picking Josh Allen to win and winning in the MVP. I think we're a little tired of them making, picking them to win, make it to the Super Bowl. I'm not jumping off the bandwagon this early. It's feeling like I it's mean, hot in there.
0: Doug, Doug, <laughs> now Doug's great. I, I'm gonna leave Doug on there because Doug is really, really good. So off of chose this. Who are you taking? I'm taking off uh, them, them Cowboy guys, them Cowboys, them stars. I'm taking them off. That's fair. Take that That's a, I won't argue that. I won't so argue. Coach
3: Mike, so Coach Mike winning a chip, Coach player combination means nothing? Cause I'm uh, just saying Sean McDermott ain't been there.
0: We talk, we, but listen, we talking about so right I now. Know. You, you talking about years ago? When, when was that, 2011? It don't, it don't. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 it does matter. We talking about 2011. You know what I was doing in 2011? What you doing? See what I'm saying? I don't even know. Don't <laughs> but we are talking about 2011. We are talking about right now, brother. Right now. The only
3: you you keep For bringing you. up them getting beaten the playoffs. The Bills beaten in the playoffs. They, they, so, so why are you taking them? They, off? They That's what I'm saying. It. What's your but argument the Bill, but the Bills them? Off Bills the got, list.
1: Bills also got beat in the AFC Championship game three years ago. By who? Three years. And, and, and the Cowboys have not seen an, A, an NFC Championship AFC, game in 20 years. Oh, but we can't be they bragging
2: about teams getting beat though. Yes. Like they both got beat. They both get beat. They both get beat. They we take them both off. Right now. Right now. Right now. Hold on.
0: Oh, Time, no, out. Really? Time out. Oh, man. Time give, me th- give me a 30. <laughs> Time out. We got Time it.
1: out. We're saying a lot of things right now, all right? I just want to make sure, I, for clarity purposes. Y'all are picking Dak Prescott as a better quarterback than Josh Allen? Quarterback. Oh, quarterback. I will leave the coach
2: combo. combination. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: let me get there. Mm. So, Mike McCarthy it has the, to be six as that much better yes. than McDermott correct. as Josh Allen is better than Dak Prescott, than mm, Dak Prescott. Correct. I that's right so. and that's enough to move That's, Dak Prescott yeah. and Mike McCarthy over Josh
0: yes, Allen yeah. and, and McDermott. Well, wait, right. wait, wait, wait. So wait, 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 so Josh Allen is is a way bigger margin better than Dak Prescott compared to Sean McDermott and McCarthy, right? right. I believe the gap between McCarthy and McDermott there is. is
2: as sizable as the gap between Josh Allen and Dak.
0: Can I ask you a question? Because I don't know if you guys forgot, but you know the, the Cowboys. He's a head coach, right? Mm-hmm. He's not an offensive. He's a head coach. Head coach. They were the most penalized team for, for a couple years ago. Well, we talking about Ws this? though. A couple But as a coach, right? A as a coach, does that matter? It absolutely matters. Oh, okay, because Sean would never see him hit. They're gonna be prepared. They're gonna be prepared, and they ain't gonna have no type of issue right. to lose in so the playoffs. So you're saying? I'm just saying. Talk W's though. I'm just saying. Okay. Coach Mike has more W's. As a coach, I need my team to be prepared and be smart. We Come on. Go. Oh man. Hate- okay. If you still, if you're still having some
3: penalties and finding ways to win, kudos to the Dallas Shady's Cowboys. Said, I, like,
0: I don't like penalties. I don't, I, don't, I don't like Shady said ponies, take sport. them both off. He's talking penalties. Yeah, take them out. <laughs> all <laughs> Cowboys guys off, I'm <laughs> All
2: right, family, when we return, all signs are pointing to Brock Purdy as a 49ers starter. Kyle Shanahan had some explosive words about that, and we will tell you if the Niners are putting too much stock into his quarterback. That's next on Speak. We're having too much fun today.
0: Bro, they both got like it get <laughs> off.
2: Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts time for third and long, family. Brock Purdy coming off an elbow injury, but Kyle Shanahan has made it clear who the 49ers starter will be, saying Purdy would have to, quote, melt in practice to lose the starting job. Now, it's hot in the Bay, but it ain't hot enough to melt. I, if they was in Dallas, maybe. Oh. Um, James. Mm. You watched practice
3: last week, 49ers, Raiders. You do your
2: homework. I put a lot of stock into your words, but are the 49ers putting too much stock into Brock Purdy?
3: You know what? As I thought about this in the meeting, I was kind of 50-50. Yes, they are. And the reason why I say that is because I was out there watching practice, and y'all probably get on me later in the show, but I was out there (laughs) watching practice, right? And... Him and Trey Lance look like this game is too fast for him right now. Okay. Right? And we all know that it's been a lot of one hit wonders. I'm not saying that's gonna be Brock Purdy, right? But it's been a lot of one-hit wonders. You had your Brock Osweiler who came in there and went 5 and 2 and they gave him 70 million. Sure. And we know what happened. Right? Sure. Rex Grossman came <laughs> in there, he went 13 and 3, never won 5 games again. That's mm-hmm. so weird. You got what I'm saying? Right? We all know the Matt Flynn, right? Got about 10 million dollars didn't even play a game, True. right? So, for me, everybody this offseason gets to prepare. For Brock Purdy. No doubt about it. It is no surprise. No surprise. The film is on. This is how we're going to attack the young fella. This is what we're going to do to him. Is he going to deliver the same way he delivered last year? Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't, you are going to already have to get rid of Trey Lance. You've committed to Brock Purdy, which means Trey Lance, eventually his time in San Francisco, whether you like it or not, is up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because Brock Purdy is young. He's a seventh-round pick, three-year contract. They're going to have to pay him next year. So that means Trey Lance is going to have to get traded and moved on from. If Brock Purdy does not turn out to be that guy, you have set the franchise back and you traded up and gave up so much to get Trey Lance. So I'm scared. And I'm worried. And I think they put too much on Brock Purdy.
2: See, the beautiful thing about relationships mm-hmm. in life, when somebody else scared, somebody else got enough confidence to hold them up. You know, oh, Tupi? Okay. You know what My dog's scared right now. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. I, you know what I'm saying? I got him. What are Exactly. Don't be afraid. Um, the 49ers aren't at all putting too much stock in Brock Purdy. People have tape on Brock Purdy. But last I checked, Brock Purdy got tape on them too. Mm. Remember, Brock Purdy went to the game, unbeknownst to him that he was going to be a starter at all last season. He was behind both Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. Brock Purdy, all offseason, was getting two reps every 12-rep period. Y'all know how it goes down in practice. No starters get the first four, backups get the next three, third string get the next two, starters get the next four, backups get the next three, break, we gone. Mm-hmm. So Brock Purdy was getting two reps every time. Y'all do the math on how many, t- how many reps that is. He was also running scout team. He goes from running scout team to inserted into the starting lineup and hits the ground running. Imagine how fast he gonna run when he got a whole offseason. Mm. I've heard a lot about Brock Purdy's interceptions. I have to see them to really give y'all a proper take on it. If Brock Purdy's interceptions are because of a lack of zip because of his throwing arm surgery, now I'm like, oh, I'm worried. But if some of the inter- interceptions are off, tip passes—if he threw a screen high, if he threw a screen low, and a kick, then we'll talk about that. So, genuinely speaking, I haven't. seen a couple of
3: them. They weren't tips. They was just
2: nice little. They hits. was just nice little. Yeah. They was just nice
0: little. <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> he, don't, he don't just pick well though. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about that. Man, man, picks. <laughs> um,
1: Joy, do you think the Niners put too much stock in Brock Purdy? Mm. What other choice do they have? Mm. You ain't got a choice. You married now, mm. by default. Mm by accident really, because he was the last pick in the NFL Draft. I don't know, I'd be interested to know if they had more than a paragraph on Brock Purdy.
2: <laughs> don't do that.
1: <laughs> the last pick in the NFL Draft? Oh. They could have just not drafted him and signed him undrafted. He was the last pick in the NFL Draft. You don't get credit for the last pick in the NFL Draft. Sorry guys, give you a lot of credit. Can't be for the last pick in the NFL Draft. You had nine other picks in that draft, so you passed on him eight times, or eight picks, might be wrong there. No. Point is, you passed on him a bunch of times. You were like, "Who? Cool, somebody else gets him. Many, many, many times. The problem is they spent three first round picks on a quarterback from the Missouri Valley Conference who had started in 19 games in college. In a shocking twist, he's not ready for the NFL. Mm -hmm. Your other option is Sam Darnold, who has admitted to seeing ghosts on the field, (laughs) along with the other NFL defensive players that are coming after him. So what other choice do you have but to put faith in Brock Purdy? welcome to the church of shanahan now normally in particular doctrines there's one deity that you would follow with shanahan's doctrine all of us can be gods that is the way of the 49ers that is the philosophy any man can step into those shoes and win not a super bowl but we're gonna be really 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 good we're gonna take advantage of this whole roster that we put together except for this position. So I would love to say that Brock Purdy is the future of the 49ers. I don't know. I know he did an amazing job last year. He certainly won the starting job. He did not have a full off season because he was injured on his throwing arm and had a surgery. He is essentially still a rookie. He has not played a full NFL season. I don't know what Brock Purdy is. I hope he's great. It's going to be an incredible story for the NFL. But I do not know, and I've got to see it in real time.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually, I love it. I don't think they're putting too much stock on him. I think he's a, a, a young quarterback that's pretty good. They didn't expect to get that. When he got the last pick in the draft, it's like, oh, hey, we'll, we'll take it. It was our pick. We'll take him. Come on. And I think that he, it's worked out for him. Trey Lance didn't work out. So now you're right. They have no choices but to play Brock Purdy. But in the event that when he did play, he looked really, really good. Out of the eight games he played, what, he had his eight starts. He was 7-1 and one as a record, 16 touchdowns, two picks. He did pretty good. My only question, though, with Brock Purdy is – with well, his injury, how much time did he have to train? How much time did he have to develop his skills? Now, he did good for a rookie. I'll give him that. But to develop and be a better player in year two, how much time did he have to do that with the injury? That's my only concern about it. But I think that he's a hell of a player, man. I think the team around that they built, that, that he'll do good, right? So I always see, like, I never judge a rookie because they can always get better. But, but, and your best year
3: is year two. But for me, this is a different situation for Brock Purdy. You're coming into the game last year, and it didn't matter what you did. True. It didn't matter if you took four reps in practice, two reps in practice, came in the game and threw five picks. you the third-string quarterback, last pick in the NFL draft. It didn't matter what you did. It happened so that he came out there and played well and put himself in, in position. Now it's pressure on you. Everybody, A lot of people is picking the Niners to go to the Super Bowl. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like the the pressure is the pressure is on Brock Purdy now. So now you got to come out here and you have to deliver with the pressure on you. This is a young player, a really young player. Like Joy said, haven't even played a full NFL season. So these picks in practice scare me. That's right. This is a young. This is a young player. So this is telling me like. Yeah, you only threw two picks in the game's like, but is it catching up to you? Like you're saying, is your arm strength not there? That's What's my, going on? That's my fear, but here's why
2: I don't really have any fear. Because and, and we'll, I, I, I vehemently disagree with you, Shady, and Joy on the, being the last pick in the draft, but we'll address that later. My real fear comes down to, or my real trust comes down to Shanahan, bro. Like, Shanahan helped Matt Shaw become a pro bowler. Shanahan helped Robert Griffin be Offensive Player of the Year rookie over Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Shanahan helped Matt Ryan become an NFL MVP. Shanahan helped Jimmy Garoppolo be, have more playoff wins than Aaron Rodgers during Jimmy Garoppolo's stretch in San Francisco. So I do trust that Shanahan, whoever is at quarterback, and it will be Brock Purdy, I do trust that whoever's there, Shanahan gonna get him right. Yeah. From Matt Schaub to Robert Griffin to Matt Ryan— To Brock Purdy, to Jimmy G, it really doesn't matter if you are Shanahan, which is why I look at Trey Lance and I'm like, Trey Lance is the outlier. Trey Lance, I'm putting him in a corner. He is the outlier. But I trust Purdy because I trust Shanahan. And at the end of the day, Purdy's a competent quarterback.
0: So you don't matter what Purdy does, you're saying. You're saying Shanahan's that great that Purdy could just throw picks and all that, but they're going to win because oh, Shannon no, no, no.
2: I don't think Purdy will throw picks because of, like, Purdy was in the NFL who he was in college. Purdy wasn't great last year. Yeah. I Purdy just, had a 67% completion percentage.
0: I, 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 and I like that because I think Shannon is a really, really good coach. I agree with you there. And I, I, But one thing that Brady, you know, taught us is, like, th- to look at what the players say about a, about a player, right? Look at what a coach says about a player. And if you look, even his first time starting, I remember Trent Williams was like, man... You know, it's funny that this dude, he came off with so much confidence even before he was starting. He would play on the practice team. And throw, but man, he got a lot of talent. So I think he will be, be good because he comes with that, that, that type he of was confidence. Like, he was. But the what? But, but, but part you're missing is. Talk to me. When you get injuries, right, and you don't get a chance to, 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 to perfect your craft over and over again right in the offseason, that's what we do. Yeah. You know, I had a good year, but, yo, I got to get better at short yardage. I got to get better at using my stiff arm. I got better at doing this and that. Quarterbacks is probably throwing or whatever that may be. But if you don't have a chance to do that and you're really just rehabbing, how much better do you think that second year is going to be? You know what's crazy
3: is they said the same thing about Nick Mullins when Nick Mullins came in and had that first start and won that game. Everybody mm-hmm. said the way he prepared, the way he came in, the way. And then Nick Mullins went downhill, mm-hmm. right? So, like I say, as a very young player, Brock Purdy throwing these interceptions in practice, and like I said, I was at the joint practice with the Raiders, seeing a couple of them. This worries me. And it could be arm strength. It could be, you know what I mean? they moving a little too
0: fast for him. I don't know. But he didn't look the same. Can I say one thing? What if I told you last year that when he, started, when he was a starter in his, in his practices, he was throwing picks? What would you say? I would say he ain't ready. Because watch this. When, when they had him being a starter, I was doing my research, hitting my boys. Like, Yo, what did what, yeah. what Brock look like? Da, da, da. He, he young, bro. He young. He throwing picks, he throwing picks in practice. And straight off in the game, he looked game, way different. Different. Beat. So be careful what you boys are saying because <laughs> practice is made for that. Practice is made to, to mess up, nope. to learn from it. Y'all yeah, been there. You practice is made for that. When he got in that game, I didn't see no mess up. So we'll see. <laughs> only, my only issue is not Nobody that part. My issue is more one, of the injury, not being having the ability to, to perfect your craft because that matters, especially as a young quarterback in your second year. I don't know. Defensive coordinators got a year to prepare for you now, too, though.
3: Well, speaking about being worried, it sounds like the Browns might have things to worry about with their Ooh, starting quarterback,
2: Deshaun yeah. Watson. He has been struggling. The backup quarterback allegedly looking better than him, and that's the rookie in Dorian Thompson-Robinson. How worried should the Browns be? Should they be worried at all?
0: That's next on Speak. They got $230 million. in the air.
2: The playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex?
3: Yep, Flippin'
1: Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun.
2: From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody, not even Babe Ruth.
1: To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress, so I was trying to be so perfect. No
2: one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' and Baths with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. You can help those affected by the wildfires in Hawaii. Your donation enables the Red Cross to prepare for, respond to, and help people recover from these disasters. Go to redcross.org slash box forward. Well, let has got the fourth down it sounds like things are rocky in training camp for Deshaun Watson a report says Watson has been outplayed by a rookie a rookie fifth round pick Dorian Thompson Robinson out of UCLA and he has not looked like a pro bowler that is Deshaun Watson in these joint practices against the Eagles throwing interception after interception after interception three interceptions joy to the same player mm. Woof, not good uh, Joyce, should the Browns be worried about Deshaun Watson?
1: Yes, they should be worried. I do think we have to set a standard on the show for if we are going to care about interceptions. About, <laughs> yeah, about Or practice. not, because we are doing a little <laughs> yeah. flip-flop in here. Personally, I don't think... Uh, nothing is everything. Everything is something, which is what I always say, and I'm going to say that now. Uh, I do think that interceptions... In, in camp and in preseason do matter a little bit. You can, you can throw one or two. You start getting into the every single practice type of situation, it might be something to worry about. Or like to the same player every time, there might be something to worry about. Uh, really, though, I don't want to hear anything bad about Deshaun Watson's play at all. Like, this is, a, this is a man that's being paid $230 million guaranteed. To put that in perspective, mm. Lamar Jackson is making $135 million guaranteed in his contract. Deshaun Watson is getting 230, so it's almost a hundred million dollar difference. So when we're talking about pressure and who's been paid and what it matters, this is where it starts. Because and don't talk to me about how much to make per year. What's the most important thing in a contract, Shady?
3: Guaranteed.
1: Thank you. Guaranteed, guaranteed money. Guaranteed. You did a lot of different things to get this man here. And there are expectations this year from Deshaun Watson and the Browns. We haven't talked about the Browns a lot because they've had a quiet off season, which is generally a good thing for a team who's trying to come in and, and make some noise during the regular season. He's had a full off season with this team. By the way, a team talented enough to go to the playoffs and win a playoff game with Baker Mayfield. Mm, mm. So, yeah, this is a little concerning. This is, this is high stakes for the Browns this year. And we're not maybe talking about them as much through this offseason as we will during the regular season. But if things start to look bad for them because of Deshaun Watson's play, who had career lows in everything last year, but we all agreed, no, it's not reasonable to expect him, having not played football for that long, to come in and have a good performance. It would have been shocking to everyone, I yeah. think. So we, we let you get a pass on that. Mm-hmm. Now it's crunch time. This is concerning.
2: He's, I'm worried, 2-5. I'm worried until he gives me a reason not to worry. Because, to Joy's point, last year he didn't look great, but he wasn't supposed to look great. That's fine. Yeah. But eventually you got to get back to looking great. Yeah. And I don't necessarily want to hear of, and I am a believer in Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Cool, congratulations, but you're a fifth-round pick, I believe. So I only want to hear about Deshaun Watson and yeah. good things on the football field from Deshaun Watson. So it's not even the three interceptions at camp that worry me as much as I just want to hear glowing reports. Deshaun Watson had eight touchdown passes at camp. Like That's all I want to hear, <laughs> only because... I am worried, it's been a long time, was it the 2020 season, maybe the 21 season, when we saw Deshaun Watson playing good football. And even that year, he led the league in passing yards, maybe 2021, I'm not looking at it off top, I'm just going off the top of my head. Even in that year, 2020, his team was 4-12. Yeah. So we didn't see it amount to much. So, Shady, I just, I, I wanna see
0: good yeah. ball from Deshaun, I, want, I just wanna see it. Listen, Cleveland, don't panic yet. Oh. Deshaun Watson, we will see the old Deshaun Watson. Let's not forget, the last time he played a full season, he almost had like 5,000 yards. So he is a good player. I mean, he hasn't played uh, much football in the last, what, two years? two years? I mean, that matters. So at practice, it's, it's, it's okay to throw some picks. Now, I feel like people in that, that sit in that seat right there, they don't care about the picks. They just, they don't, they don't mind it. But uh, if you feet. throw picks in practice, I understand that's camp. That's what it's for. I've been in with Tom Brady through picks. Yeah. i had some bad games. I've had bad prices. 100%. I can name so many players, so it yeah. it happens. But the one thing about Deshaun Watson is that we know once he gets in his confidence back, yeah. gets in the groove, yeah. he's going to be the same Deshaun Watson. So I'm not worried about that. I'm worried more if we get into the game and it's like, let's say, you know, game five. Ah, he's looking shaky. That's different. Yeah. But, but from, from preseason practice to game one to game two, like, yeah. give me some grace, get, let, let, let him get his feet wet a little bit, and then we should see. Yeah, we talking about practice. <laughs> we, we
3: talking, we talking about practice. And I know y'all heard me, and they, you probably watching the show right now. He just said Brock Purdy he throwing here and says it right. Deshaun Watson is a veteran. Deshaun Watson is a Pro Bowler. Deshaun Watson All Pro. Deshaun Watson should be in the MVP conversation. That's the type of talent Deshaun Watson is. All right? When you're in practice and you're a veteran like Deshaun Watson and you're making 230 M's guaranteed, you know what? You can try to put this ball anywhere and everywhere you want to put this ball and it might turn into some picks. I am not worried about it until I see it on Sundays. Right? If Deshaun Watson shows me on Sundays that he's throwing these picks and he's not ready, then that's when I'll believe it. I am not believing it off practice right now that Deshaun Watson is not ready to play some football. I'm with Shady. I think we are going to see the old Deshaun Watson that we are used to seeing go out there and be a top five quarterback in the National Football League with his ability. Zero worried. I don't care who the backup quarterback is. I don't care how much they praise the backup quarterback. 230 M's will show up on Sunday and do what he got to do.
2: But eventually, to
3: Joy's point, you got to see it. Like, I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all. I've
2: been watching Deshaun since he was a Clemson. You know what I'm saying? Like, been following his whole career trajectory. But eventually, 2-5, like, I got to see it. 2020 was a long time ago. This is the year to see it. This is the year to see it, but don't you have to start seeing it somewhere? Like, to me, I want to
3: start seeing it in practice. But we're talking about one practice, though.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because already you had know, some I, decent some decent.
3: I mean, practices. if they came out and talking about, like, he having just a terrible camp and all that, that's different. But we're talking about one practice, right? He done play with the greatest to ever do it, right? Bad practices. At least you know. I done play with one of the greatest to ever do it. Bad practices. It, it happens, yeah. right? But until you show that on Sundays, I'm a believer in Deshaun Watson.
0: I mean, they are practice against the Eagles. I mean, Joy, like, <laughs> you know how we get down? We get picks and we get sacks. So... What you expect?
1: I don't even know if that's better.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you do that. Like, come on. Like.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just think that there should be, I, I don't want to hear anything negative about it. Like, there, we talk a lot about the pressure that are on different individuals. And, you know, this person got paid and Dak makes this much money and Daniel Jones got this much money and, and Herbert's been paid now, Lamar Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. cool. See, yep. yeah, I'm throwing stuff. Cool. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, cool. But he's, he's number one. He's at the top of the pyramid here. So if we're going to apply any pressure to any of those guys for those reasons, it's got to start with Deshaun Watson, and, and particularly with this particular situation in Cleveland, because they had a quarterback. They had a number one overall pick in Baker Mayfield. Now, I don't think Baker Mayfield is the guy. Right. And clearly, the Browns didn't either, because they moved off of him. But, it, but he did win a playoff game for Cleveland, which you know might as well be a Super Bowl for Cleveland. And he's not there anymore. So that's just like, that's the standard. That's, like, that's where the bar is set. Right now. Last year, fine. In the past. But the way you looked last year pouring over into this year, you better turn it around quick. I, especially I, in that
3: division. I do think the leash is short, though. Right? Like, you, yeah, you got yeah. to come out and start hot. Yeah. It ain't no come out, and start, slow these first five games, and then you... No, no, no. You got to come out and you got to start hot. $230 million, you got to come out and you got to show the Cleveland Brown fans that, hey, it's time to ride. My legs is under me. Offense is under me. I know
0: clearly what's going on. It's time to go. See, See, like... I agree with y'all to a certain extent, but it's, like, we are human. And it's okay to have a bad practice or a bad week of practice. That's, like, that happens, like, so often. That's, like, that's a common thing. No doubt. Even the best players go through that. I don't, I just don't agree. I don't you assume. don't agree that ba- the great players have bad. I don't think that, I think there's a higher
2: a higher stake for those that are more talented and for those that are best. I don't believe that. So, now
3: again though, it depends. you've seen the best have bad practice. That's what I'm yes, saying. I've
2: seen this, but not go through weeks and weeks and weeks. It's also, we come from our experience. Shady, you're a gamer. You're one of the most talented people ever. Like, in practice, you didn't really care all that much. You, you on, on Sundays, you just got crazy busy. Let's be honest. So when Shady's saying this, Shady's coming from his experience. I practiced with Shady and I played with Shady. Shady he could do whatever at practice, but on Sunday, he, he was going to go
3: crazy. And that's why, for me, Sundays matter for the Sure, time, but
2: most of the quarterbacks I played with, regardless of talent level, whether it was Nick Foles, whether it was Mark Sanchez. Did Nick ever had any bad practices? Not for weeks and weeks
0: at a time. No, 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 not weeks and weeks, but he has Of course, a, but, of course but, but, a
2: bad okay. day. I'm with you there. No, 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 no. Nick ever had a bad week at right. practice? N- not, not that we would just scoff at. But I'm Nick, saying, Nick, say my God, I'm Nick saying, has some bad weeks. Nick has bad
3: weeks for Watson.
2: Fair, we just right, saw right. we saw bad weeks last year. Oh yeah, yeah, and But he th- ain't played bowling like uh, correct, correct. Right. Yeah,
1: but isn't that that's isn't that where this is spilling from? It's like we all know that he were expected him not to be great last year and he wasn't. He mm. had career lows and a bunch of different things. <laughs> he didn't look good, but that was expected but because we assumed that he's going to get back to what he was, keep in mind, he's not an older player. He's he, the, he's he's, he's, yeah. he's, he did have a lot of time off, but you've had a whole off season with a talented that's team. That's true, that is, that's it's true. It's okay to have a bad practice, but it's also okay to say, hey, mm-hmm. I really want to hear any good things about the backup quarterback. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> no, hear about I it. That. I, that. I want not, not when I'm writing a check like know. that, I don't want to hear about the backup quarterback.
2: Well, speaking of quarterbacks, we're hearing far too much about or too little, depending on how you look at it. Aaron Rodgers, allegedly, he's already frustrated at training camp. It's a big deal or no deal? We got his former teammate on the desk. That's no. next. the the people
3: hard. You know you.
1: Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Alright, let's get to overtime. We already talked a little bit about this, but it's time to get into better detail on it. Things getting a little rough at Jets practice. According to reports, their protection was spotty. There were a couple draw drop passes, and Aaron Rodgers had seven straight, count them up, seven straight incompletions at one point, and he appeared to be frustrated. As we lock in on this conversation again, you played with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, James, sir. you won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, You've seen him frustrated a time or two, obviously. Yes, big deal? No deal, Aaron Rodgers being frustrated.
3: Uh, not a big deal at all. because I know the type of competitor Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron is a perfectionist. In the meeting rooms, in the practice field, he is a perfectionist. So if you are in the meeting rooms and he go out there and say, this is where I want you to be on this certain play or this certain route, or you know, y'all, you've been in protection meetings, protection walkthroughs. We go over these certain protections and you ain't picking up this middle linebacker. You ain't picking up this stunt, whatever it may be. That's frustrating, right? And it don't sit well with him. Right, and he'll bring that to the meetings. He'll bring that frustration to the meetings because he is all about being perfect. Right, and Shady played with some great quarterbacks. If you're not like that, you're in the wrong business. The greatest. I'm saying quarterbacks. You play with Patty, too. You play with some great quarterbacks. <laughs> Degraded. Some great quarterbacks, right? I mean, if you're not about being perfect, you're in the wrong business. You got what I'm saying? So me playing with Aaron, it's been plenty of times on the field that I wasn't where I was supposed to be, right? And he'd get on me, but it's about being perfect, right? Or at least trying to be perfect in practice. So I'm not worried about it at all, him being frustrated. He understands what it takes to win a championship and be a successful football team. And when you're having practices like that and the old line acting up, drop passes, seven incompletions he gonna be frustrated big deal no deal we will be perfect <laughs> no doubt
1: you didn't say no deal hmm? you just said it wasn't a big, deal. It ain't a big deal you didn't say no deal no though. deal Where's our point? everything is something yeah. right I don't think it's a huge deal because I, where I would agree with you and I think it's very obvious watching him on hard knocks and you could have assumed this already he is a perfectionist he no is somebody that, is, that likes things his way he wants it to be done a certain way run this the way I asked you, do it again, this, it's, it's clockwork. It's like this. He doesn't like all this fuzzy stuff, right? 100%. I don't know, but I'm, I'm saying this, no, was, right. this was my read. You know, sometimes I can read people. But I don't think this is a plug-and-play situation. Mm. So I can't say that it's no deal because we've seen Aaron Rodgers in crisis with teammates before. It wasn't that pretty. We've seen him co- get into it with the media before, and that was in Green Bay. That wasn't in New York. <laughs> that was in Green Bay. Now, I'm not going to slander the, uh, you know, Wisconsin media, but New York has a reputation for when things go sideways and how they treat you and how they react. So I don't don't think I'm I'm exaggerating here. If it doesn't start well, things are going to get hot in the room very quickly. We've seen Aaron in those situations before. We know how that goes. So I don't think that it's nothing. But I trust that they will get a little closer to being worked out before the end of camp.
0: I'm going to say no big deal. It's really not. But real quick, you say he's a perfectionist? Yes. In the playoffs or just regular season? And I was, I'm joking. Me that. and James, we like to joke a lot with the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you but, but no, like I, I love this because one thing you said that I agree with is when you play with the greats, they are particular about everything. They are. Right? And, and, and Tom Brady was like big on it. And you always hear about him yelling at the line or yelling at everybody. And it's more of not like finger pointing, but getting everybody going. Like, listen, I need you here. I need you there. Yeah. That's how he is. And, and, and when it comes to routes, come to linemen, come to running backs, blocking. Mm-hmm. And even with the, the play calls, hey, I need you to get this play call here fast. You know, I, I want to get up to the line of scrimmage and hike the ball. I want to get the defense off guard. And Tom was like that. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes was younger. He was different, but he still was like that. Where some of his wide receivers, hey, listen. When I'm doing different things, I need you to be on my page. Yeah. You know, so one thing about him being frustrated, I can see that because all the greats, they are like that. I need my players on my page at the right and time. And they do that in practice. They do that in practice. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's been times where I've seen even Pat at a young age, like, hold up. Nah, nah, coach. And Andy Reid is, is strict like that also. Yeah. Nah, nah, let's run it again. Yeah. We, we know what? Give me that look again. He didn't do it right, let's do it again. And over and over again until we got it. So when, that, when I read that he was frustrated, I said I like that. Mm-hmm. That lets me know that he's getting these boys prepared. And that uh, being average is not okay. Mm-hmm. But
2: sometimes, to Joy's point, it could be a sign. Right, y'all, y'all are looking at it, you know, glass half full. But you could look at it glass half empty in the sense of he was frustrated today. Last week it was an issue when they first had those joint practices with the pack, with the oh, two
3: minute drill. You know what I'm You're saying? Like, like That, that two
2: minute drill was an issue. Yeah. Now this is the second week in a row that we've heard of frustrations out of New York. It's the second week in a row we've heard of issues out of Jets camp. It's just the second week in a row that things aren't going super right. And remember, the Jets have to hit the ground running, not because of ideology, but literally, you got the Bills week one, I think you got the Cowboys week two, you got the Chiefs week four, uh, week six, you got some dog you got. yeah, the Eagles, you got week six. I'm yeah, just going off the yeah, top of my head. Nice. I'm like, h- you yeah. got the Eagles week six. The Broncos are coming for blood because of the beef between Nathaniel Hackett and mm. Sean Payton, mm. and the Patriots are led by, to me, the greatest defensive yeah. mind in the history of the game of football, and Bill Belichick. So when you look at your first six weeks, you ha- you, you're not allowed to start slow. You're not allowed to be off on this route to have these drops. That, they don't have
0: that luxury. But, 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 so, that, but so, that's why they're doing it in practice now. No. So my thing is like, let's get let's, I think we're forgetting that. This is really a, this is a, new, a new team now. Mm-hmm. right? Think about this for a second. New quarterback, new starting quarterback, new starting running back, new starting receivers. This, this is a new offense, new team. Yeah. So let's get all uh, the, the kinks out. New let's, OC. Even though he's been n- in new OC. Mm-hmm. New OC. So all these things work together. So look, we're new. Let's get everything out. I want you to know how I want this practice to go. I want you to know how I want this route to be ran. All these type of things matter. So now when we get to from one game one to seven, we're on the same pace because in practice, A-Rod been on us. He been on us, being on us. Acho, did you hear what you just said? Talk what he say, right?
3: What he said? They have to start fast. Yeah. They you do. just read the schedule. Starting off with the Buffalo Bills division game, right? You think Aaron don't know that? <laughs> It ain't no time to be over here playing around, right? It it is time to go. So if I'm frustrated that you ain't where you supposed to be or the offensive line ain't looking the way it's supposed to look and you just named those first six games and we gotta start this thing fast, everybody think I'm the savior too, everybody think we Super Bowl contenders, it's time to go. So if we not practicing the right way and doing our jobs the right way, it's frustrating because I know what's out there and I know what's at stake.
1: So interesting. Because I'm, I'm think, you were there with the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Y'all were seven and five at the buy.
0: Yep, and right? then we, yep.
1: And that's with Who's the that? greatest quarterback. Mm-hmm.
3: Of oh <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure.
1: And Bruce Arians, who was the coach of the year, had lots of head coaching experience and lots of veteran players. Yeah. See, so the Jets don't have a lot of yeah. those veteran players. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford led the league in interceptions the year that they. Super Bowl. The yep, Super Bowl. Yep. So they had some, some questions about what they And he had never even won a playoff game.
0: That's true. That is true.
1: So he had a lot of questions about how that was going to go. Mm-hmm. The Jets are playing in the AFC East, which I know everyone's out on the Bills, but I still think they're pretty good. Yeah. And good. the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And Bill Belichick and the Patriots, who are going to steal a game here and there and mess that whole division up. And then you have the conference. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, the juxtaposition of this move of Aaron Rodgers and the Jets when you compare it to Tom Brady going to the Bucks, and you compare it to Matthew Stafford going to the Rams and then you compare it to Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. We've seen the highest of highs and the lows of lows with these type of quarterbacks moving to new places. Mm-hmm. What I think is unique about this situation is there are a lot of questions about this team. So Aaron Rodgers being frustrated, while I think is fair because he is a perfectionist well, and no. knows and knows how to win and knows how to win at the highest level. He does have a Super Bowl and four MVPs. There's a lot that has to come together very quickly that I don't think necessarily the the, the same amount of pressure was on Tom Brady with the Bucs. This is the greatest, but we didn't think he was going to win a Super Bowl year one. Matthew Stafford, we didn't think they were going to win a Super Bowl year one. Now it's in our minds. You can go to another team and win a Super Bowl year one. Now, we might not say that they have to. But this is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The, the the stakes are high. The start of the season is is intense. And the conference and the division are tougher. He's used to playing in the NFC North. This ain't the NFC North.
0: <laughs> I, I would say this, though. The year, even when we were in the championship with, with the Bucks with Brady, so he would have days where he was frustrated because he wanted things a certain way, and it was a new offense for him. So, like, he was still trying to learn it as much as the players. Yeah. Where I feel like with A-Rod, he knows that offense because mm-hmm. of the thing hacking. Mm-hmm. So, for example, he was sh- – uh, um, Tom was trying to learn it, the offense, and as we got camp, had good days, had bad days, trying to go on the same page. We had some up and down that year, right? You said seven and five, right? But the cool thing is when the, when the bye came, I, Tom knew it because he talked to him about, hey, let's, let's change this playbook a little bit. Yeah. The funny thing is, as we got going, he, he got more intense more intense because now he know what he's doing and he wants it a certain way. When we got to the playoffs, we seen a whole different like attitude and it was more of, like you talked about, hey, we ain't doing it right, he gonna yell at us, he gonna get us right. I want these plays done a certain way, coach, that's running it again. Not but it. the thing was, when a, a quarterback, I won't even say his name because, you know, I don't want to embarrass him, but a veteran quarterback, he was goofing around, right, at practice. Man, Tom went crazy and we said like, oh, but it just lets me know that damn, when you that type of player with that type of resume, mm-hmm. you care so much that 100%. you might be frustrated, but you will make sure we got it right so 100%. we win a championship. Yeah. So when I heard that Aaron Rodgers was frustrated, I loved it. I love it. Well, we will see what there is to love in New York this season. Coming up, a lot to love in Jacksonville
2: because Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, they are on the way up. Went from worst to first in their division last year. But people are comparing Trevor Lawrence to all-time greats. Will we be in the MVP conversation this season? That's next on Speed. All right, y'all, it's time for Hurry Up! Okay, we gotta get to it. Trevor Lawrence, he's entering his third season and the bar is high for the former number one overall pick. His head coach, Doug Peterson, compared him to great quarterbacks from the past who make others better, saying, quote, he's one of them guys, real simple, he's one of them guys. James, I'm all in on Trevor Lawrence's here. I believe that Trevor Lawrence will be a part of the MVP conversation Mm -hmm. because I love Trevor Lawrence's talent, and more importantly, I love who he's connected with in Doug Peterson. Remember what Doug Peterson did for Carson Wentz their second year together. Carson Wentz was in that MVP conversation Mm -hmm. until he got hurt. Carson Wentz led the Eagles to a number one seed, if I am not mistaken. Then Nick Foles carried the baton to win a Super Bowl. I love how Doug Peterson develops quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Doug Peterson was developed by the great Andy Reid, a former quarterback for Andy Reid. So, Peterson knows best Trevor Lawrence has a talent he's got the talent around him and he also has the head coach I think about talent I think about team I think about coach those three reasons is why I believe Trevor Lawrence can be in the MVP
3: conversation James what say you absolutely and and I don't see why you add Calvin Ridley you have a really good year last year you in the second year with, with coach Peterson your offensive coordinator right you got Zay Jones you got Christian Kurt You got Ingram, right? You got ETN in the backfield running the football. He has everything around him, and he has the talent. Whether it's inside the pocket, whether it's outside the pocket, he can make every single throw. Listen, two years ago, wasn't nobody talking about Duvall. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence has turned this team into, into a contender. I mean, they won a playoff game last year, right? They're going to be up in there for that division again this year. Like, Trevor Lawrence is going to take that next step with Doug Peterson this year, and he will be. I'm telling you, Shady, he will be in that MVP conversation.
0: Wow. How do you know I would go against what you said? I about to go against me, man. I'll say this, though. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, I'm the first one going to say no. My answer question, no. Everybody wants to say how great Trevor Lawrence is, right? And I think he's a good young quarterback. He's been highly recruited since high school. They 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 told us that he's going to be the the next this the next that. Cool. He he partnered up with a great coach Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. I play under Doug, so I know what type of coach he is. Really really good. His success that Doug's had, I'm not surprised about it. Mm-hmm. But my thing with, with 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 this quarterback is um, Clemson. Yes sir. All the Clemson quarterbacks do really good in college, of course, right? They got all the best players with them, right? So they really That's do well. Yep. I need to see him do this in the NFL. He did. Last, last year. I, hold up, last year he, he did well, right? He did pretty good. Forty-one hundred yards, they're good. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five touchdowns, something mm-hmm. like that. Eight picks, pretty good. I mean, but since he's got the league, since he's got in the league, he has the most interceptions in the league since Sunday he got So he ain't here. had no talent. Hold on, hold up, hold up, my brother, hold on. That matters though. I know, in that seat, people don't care about picks. They don't. I do. As they a quarterback, don't care about turnovers neither because you don't bring so, up. <laughs> so, so my thing with Trevor Lawrence is I got I to see it more. I, I, I see there's times where um, the running game's not working, and he doesn't work. Where I see other quarterbacks where the running game's not working, they still ball out. I just need to see more of them. You talked about the talent. He has so much talent with him. I just need to see more of Trevor Lawrence before I believe the hype I, that everybody else believes. I just want to know this.
3: You Why know, does turnovers and interceptions matter to everybody
0: else but Josh Allen? Why do you keep bringing his name up? Because I'm saying Trevor, is what, Trevor Lawrence has Is he better than Josh Allen? He has that type he, of talent. and he, he you, don't turn the ball, I'm over ask like you Josh again. Josh Allen. James? Josh
3: has came into the league. He has the most
0: turnover. Shady? James? Right? what do they call you? James? That's JJ, my JJ? what they game. call you? JJ, okay. JJ James. It do you James. Whatever you want to be called. Who's better than Trevor Lawrence and Josh Allen? Josh Allen. All right, so let's. Oh, when we talk about. Wait, time out, brother. Time out. I want to bring up turnovers. I just want you to know this. When you speak about somebody being better, stay in your lane. Where (laughs) I'm from, if you're not better than me, stay in your lane. And he's not better than Josh Allen, so I need you you Trevor Lawrence to stay in your lane. But you keep
3: saying Josh is so great, and since he came in the league, he has led this league in turnovers. The word of the day, stay in your lane. So (laughs) why ain't Trevor Lawrence, with his ability and what he's done for Jacksonville...
0: Winning a playoff game last year. Why does the turnovers matter for him? Because the thing with Josh Allen is no matter who's there, he's going to get busy. Okay, where okay, are you hold going? On. Hold, on. On. hold
2: on, hold on. This is not a Josh Allen conversation, and it will not be hijacked, Joy Taylor. Do you expect <laughs> Trevor Lawrence to be in the MVP conversation? That's where we're at right now.
1: I mean, I can't go as far as to say expect, but I wouldn't be surprised. I, I do think he's going to take a step up this year. Not necessarily because of his ups and downs. I, like his first year, whatever. It was a disaster. I gave him a pass on the first year. He looked good with Doug Peterson. He improved. But the biggest thing with Trevor Lawrence is they came back in that playoff game. Mm-hmm. Mm. How you finish the season matters to me. There's, there's a reason why I have a lot of faith in some of these young quarterbacks to take a step up because of how they finish the season. He mm-hmm. can struggle a little bit. He's, he's still young. And, and maybe because of how it started with him and the hype that we had for him coming in, it feels a little bit like
3: we should see more. We should have
1: seen more. It should have it looked different.
3: Did they come back running the ball?
0: Mm-mm.
1: No, I No, I'm defending oh, him. Oh, oh, he
0: played great that game? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm I, I apologize. I mean, a big lead that he had I apologize. He played great that game? I'm, I'm tripping. I'm he played great he, that game? There
1: was a lot came, of turnovers. He came back though. He, he played great
0: that game? Turnovers. to come back. Oh, okay. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> all I'm saying is. <laughs> I could see Trevor Lawrence because of the talent that he has mm-hmm. taking a big step up this year. I can't see him winning an MVP because I think that that would have to take a, just a, an incredible regular season on top of insurmountable numbers, and I don't know if he's going to take that jump. I could see him being in the MVP conversation at some point throughout the season. I do think that they're going to win the division. And look, they won that playoff game last year. Like He, he, he now knows he's been at the lowest of the low in this league, mm. and now he's had a high of winning a playoff game and coming back in that game despite the fact that he did – he did struggle in that game.
2: I just, I can only imagine how much better the Jags will be this year. Like last year, Trevor Lawrence yeah, was had better. no no confidence because of the year before. Doug Peterson was just getting there. Press Taylor just getting there, offensive coordinator. Now Trevor Lawrence has a whole nother year with Doug Peterson. He's got more talent around him because Calvin Ridley you many have said he's a top five receivers receiver. coming back, which now allows Christian Kirk and Jay, mm-hmm. Zay Jones to have to do less. Zay Jones had 830 yards last year, if I'm not mistaken, plus five touchdowns. So he's a capable number two and or number three. Travis Etienne, he was dealing with an injury his rookie year, if y'all remember. So now he has a Healthy offseason. Like, I can only imagine what this nine and eight team will become. And if I'm being honest, I think that division is getting worse. I mean, you got to remember yeah, right? the Texans are going to start a rookie, and yeah. C.J. Stroud, he'll likely struggle. The, the Titans don't know what they're going to do with quarterback. Yeah. They might end up starting a rookie, Will Levis. They might start uh, the dude they drafted last year in the second round out of Liberty University, yeah, forgetting Malik. his name Malik right Willis. now, Malik Willis, yeah. or they might start
0: Tannehill. Yeah. And then you said the Colts, <clears throat> they starting a rookie. Yeah. So the, the Jags should clean house. I just think, you know, it's, it's not an issue with him. I think he's a really good young uh, talent. I do think he's talented. Listen when I watch him and I see all the praise, and then I watch the tape. The tape I watched, it looks like he's being coached very, very well, right? I think they they be safe, they're safe with with Trevor Lawrence a lot. I see a lot of screens, I see throws s- though. Shady. Hold on, hold on for a second. I see a lot of screens, I see a lot of different plays, but it's not a time like, damn, wow. He don't wow me. That's all I'm saying. He don't really wow me. So maybe it's tape that you've seen that I didn't see yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll I, I watch him a lot. I'm and gonna show you. I just, okay, well we'll we'll <laughs> see. And, then, and put show, back, real quick, that's some wild throws. Can you give man. me a top? Three quarterbacks in the league. Uh-huh. It's your. All your, your, right, now we gotta go. We, got it, we gotta go. We <laughs> gotta <to> go. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, James LeVernon on the fly. Coming up, it got heated at Cowboys practice today. Micah Parsons threw a punch at a teammate. Oh, y'all can't go anywhere for this one. That boy from Harrisburg, I'm trying to tell you. More speak after I this. Think we, we, we,
0: just, we just pop. We don't even know. pop. pop.
2: All right, family, it's time for our two-minute drill. Things getting heated at the Cowboys practice. You see, circled is Micah Parsons. Uh, he gets into a fight with center Tyler Biotis. Hey, you see the hand at the hey, bottom of the screen? To the right. Hey, to the right. Hey. Couple right, couple left. Hey.
0: Micah Parsons. Tyler Biotis getting into a shade. He from Harrisburg. That's how y'all That's get down. We did, yeah, look. Sometimes, we, ain't no time to ask questions. Just gotta throw punches. <laughs> bang, bang, boom, boom, bop. You know what I mean? I That's what question. we do. I
1: have a question. Though, cause I though, because we have time to ask questions. When you're punching the helmet, with bang, the... Bang, is bang. it going to... Gonna break your hand. No, I go. Is that I the go. Open fist? Of the helmet to protect you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> go, that's, that's why you see that's why you see the. <laughs> yeah, man, the, the
0: hey, line listen, i tell you what. Micah, Micah got into some slings in though. Uh, Damn, my hands. Here's the thing
2: though, James. Yeah. How many broken hands? I hate when coaches will say that. You're gonna break your hand. You want not know if anybody to have broken you, their hand. You want to know, know what's play. crazy?
3: When I was with the Raiders with Jack Del Rio, and I know we got to go, if it was a fight, he would say, Take your helmets off, and he'd circle around. Y'all two go. Y'all want to get at it? Get at it. You don't have enough time to You want to get active? Get it.